Hey, thank you for joining us. My name is Moni. Uh, I get to pastor this community. And if you didn't know, we are a community of Jesus followers. And I'm just glad that you decided to click on this video uh, to watch this teaching. Um, last week, we talked about following the way, following Jesus. And we, uh, we had four goals. We said we were going to reorganize our life around four goals. And these goals were being with Jesus, imitating Jesus, becoming like Jesus and sharing Jesus. And so today I'm going to be talking about the first goal, which is being with Jesus. That's the topic. That's the title of the message, being with Jesus. Uh, before I go ahead and teach, I want to I go ahead and pray. Let's all pray together. Close your eyes, bow your heads, and let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you. We honor you. Thank you for being the way. Thank you for being the one that we get to follow. Uh, right now, Lord, as we um, get ready to hear what you have to say to us, Lord, I pray that um, we are attentive. I pray that we um, are engaged um, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the topic is being with Jesus. And uh, just like I did last week, I'm going to go right back to how the early students of Jesus did it, the early followers of Jesus um, did it. So the early followers of Jesus followed Jesus around everywhere, every moment, every second of their day. Uh, following Jesus wasn't a part-time thing for them. They literally gave their lives to following Jesus and becoming his students, right? And um, so, so there's a lot of, prox their proximity was super close to him and they literally follow, followed him around everywhere, always. Like I mentioned last week, they gave everything they had, their businesses, their family, all they had just to be followers or students of Jesus, the rabbi. Now the question is, how can you and I always be with Jesus? Uh, here in today's age where um, modern day society d can distract you. We're in the digital world and um, we got jobs, we go to school, um, we hang out, we do other things. How can you and I be with Jesus always? And um, it'd be wonderful to live the Christian life with Jesus beside each step of the way, right? I wish, or I wish that Jesus was still here today, um, walking alongside of us. But Jesus, however, promises us um, the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, we mentioned it last week. He gives us the Holy Spirit, um, and it's a promise that's been given to us. And so instead of Jesus walking alongside of us, now it's the Holy Spirit getting to walk next to you and I. So uh, Jesus didn't abandon us as his students. He has given us um, a helper. So being so, so the reason that Jesus, uh, the whole, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit is so that we can be empowered um, to continue to be his students. In other words, anyone that answers this call, this invitation from Jesus, has been given the Holy Spirit who is with us. So how can we be with Jesus? It's by first inviting this Holy Spirit that's been given to us into the routine of our daily life. And um, because we believe that the Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus. Jesus might not be here in person, but he has given us the Holy 
spirit who is in us and is always with us. Um, so our goal, if we want to be with Jesus as students of Jesus, we must not only invite the Holy Spirit into every moment of our lives, but we have to live in constant state of connection with the Holy Spirit. We must live connected at all times. Um, and this is how we can always be with Jesus. This is how we can learn from Jesus. This is how we could stay connected to Jesus, just like the early followers who actually had the chance to see Jesus in person did. We get to also do that because he's given us the Holy Spirit. John 14, 16 through 17. If you have your Bible, go to John 14, 16 through 17 in the NIV translation. The Bible says this, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Jesus did not abandon you. Um, you could still be a student of Jesus and follow him every day. He is still with us. He's always with us because he has given us a helper called the Holy Spirit. He says, I will give you another one like myself, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. And he says to the disciples, and I give you the Holy Spirit to help you, to help you follow me, to help you be my students. And he, the Holy Spirit, will be with you forever. He's with us forever. Um, so it's not that we don't have, we have less help now. In fact, we have more help with us. Jesus says, it's better that I leave because the, the person that I give you will help you live like me, right? It's not, it's not that you will, um, he, he won't take away from you or you won't necessarily miss me because I'll be with you through this person that I give you, another one like myself. See, Jesus knew that his followers would need God's presence and power in order to continue becoming like him. Jesus knew that you and I were gonna need him today that you and I were going to need him in this season as his students. So what did he do? He gave us the Holy Spirit so that we could stay connected to him, so that we could always be with him. Even though we have jobs, even though we um, go to school, even though we have a lot of things to do, Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit so that we could stay connected to him and be his students. Verse 17, the spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. So the reason the, the world does not have the Holy Spirit is because it denies the way of Jesus. It denies Jesus as the path to God. Therefore, the world does not know the Holy Spirit. The world doesn't understand the Holy Spirit. The world cannot see the Holy Spirit. But you and I have accepted this invitation from Jesus. Therefore, not only do we know the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is in us and with us. This is what Jesus was saying. So he was, he was basically, Jesus was basically comparing the spirit of the world with the spirit of God. So he says to them, um, 
He says, as my students, you should know the Holy Spirit. It's the first thing he says to them. He says, as my students, you should know the Holy Spirit. In other words, invite this presence of the Holy Spirit in your life rather than inviting the spirit of the world in your life. You know, it's very tempting to invite the things of this world, the spirit of this world. The things, it's, it's very easy to invite those things into our lives. And Jesus, knowing this, he says to his students, and this is how you stay connected to the spirit that I give you. You must invite him. You must know this Holy Spirit. The second thing he says is, the way he compares it, um, he says, and you must be with him. Jesus tells his students, his disciples, his followers, he says, and you must be with the Holy Spirit. That you must live in a constant state of connection with the Holy Spirit rather than being distracted by the spirit of the world. Are you distracted? Do you feel yourself wrestling or being tempted by things outside of God? Well, can I tell you something? This is a lifelong journey with Jesus. And there are going to be moments and times where you are distracted and, and the world seems, the spirit of the world seems more pleasing than the Holy Spirit. But if you want to be with Jesus, and if you want to stay connected, not only do you have to invite his presence into every single thing you do, but you must be connected to him. You must Direct and redirect your mind into following this way by staying connected to the Spirit. And then he says to them, you should have him in you. In other words, he's letting his students know that he's, he's in them, that the Holy Spirit's in them because they've accepted this invitation to be his students, his followers. So, in other words, the Holy Spirit, I want you to write this down. The Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus. Is Jesus here in person? No. But is he with us? Yes. How? Through the Holy Spirit that he's given us. Therefore, you and I, as students of Jesus, can be with Jesus by being connected with the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.11. 1 Corinthians 2.11 here we see Paul um, letting the church know, letting the church of Corinth know that um, there's two types of spirits. He says to them, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. You want to understand the way of Jesus? Well, students learn, right? And the way we learn and know and understand this way that we are all on is by knowing the spirit that's been given to us. See, if our eyes on this are on the spirit of the world, we'll never really understand what this way is. And we will be disconnected um, from Jesus. We'll be disconnected from Jesus. And if we're disconnected from Jesus, how can we learn from Jesus? And if we don't learn from Jesus, how can we practice his lifestyle and become like him and then go out and share the good news to others who don't know him? See, being connected to him is very, very important. It's very, very vital. And so Paul says, you have not been given the spirit of the world. 
See, if you, if you get caught chasing the spirit of the world, you'll be disconnected from the spirit of God that you have as students, as followers of Jesus. And then he says to them, and then you will understand the things freely given to you by God. Jesus was freely given to us by God as the way, as the path, as the truth, as the life. But here's the thing, you will not be able to understand Jesus if you're not connected to the Holy Spirit that's been given to you. And so if you want to write this down, just write this down. The Holy Spirit will help you and I, will help us understand the way of Jesus. And that's why it's important for us to invite the presence of the Holy Spirit into our lives. It's to understand the way of Jesus. That's why it's important for us to be in a constant connection with the Holy Spirit so that we can understand the way of Jesus. That's why it's important for us to know that the Holy Spirit is in us, to know that we have a helper, that we're not on our own. That, that the Bible says that Jesus says to his students, his disciples, that I did not leave you as orphans, but I've given you a spirit that will be in you and with you forever. Galatians 5, 16 through 18. Here again, it's Paul talking to another church, um, the church in, in Galatians. He says this to them. He says, Galatians 5, 16 through 18. So, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. What Paul was saying here, he was saying, live in constant connection with the spirit and you will not be distracted. So, so walking by the Spirit is literally and putting God before your mind each and every day. Putting the Holy Spirit, having the Holy Spirit involved in every single thing that you do throughout the day. That's how you be with Jesus. And if you do that, you will not be distracted by the Spirit of the world. This, this Spirit of the world, its goal is to disconnect you from your teacher your rabbi, your savior, your way, your God, your path, the life, Jesus. Maybe you, you might feel like you're, you're distracted at times, but I want to tell you that when you come back to the Spirit, you will not only, you will understand the rabbi, you will begin to learn the way of Jesus. Verse 17, he says to them, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Paul says to this church, You're going to always be tempted to be um, distracted by the world. This temptation, we're always going to have that temptation because it's our, our, our life, our way. Versus God's way. But he says to them, the way you get back on track is by being connected with the Spirit. The way you get back on track and you be with Jesus is by being connected with the Spirit. And then he says to them, but if you're, verse 18, but if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. In other words, if you put the Holy Spirit before you every day, every day, you will experience the life of Jesus 
Do you want to experience the life of Jesus? Do you want to live the lifestyle of Jesus? Do you want to become like your rabbi Jesus? You know, our, as students, that is our goal. That is our goal is to be like him. But we can't be like him while still being disconnected. We must be connected. And Jesus has given us the spirit. And the spirit wants, it, it, it's the Holy Spirit is gentle. The Holy Spirit wants to be invited into your daily routine, your daily life. He's with you. He wants to be connected to you. Because if you are connected, then He helps you learn. He helps you understand the way of Jesus. So in, there's another passage in John 15. This is our last passage, John 15, 5 through 8. John 15, 5 through 8. Jesus gives his students an example of what this life looks like. He gives his students an example of what it looks like to be with him. John 15, 5 through 8 says this, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can't do nothing. Verse 6. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Verse 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples, my students, my followers. So in verse 5, Jesus says to his followers, he says to them, if you stay connected to the presence of Jesus, which now is the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, if you stay connected to me, you will live the way I live. Do you want to live the way he lived? Do you want to live the way your rabbi, your teacher lived? Well, as students, if we want to live like him, Jesus says, stay connected to me. So it's a word called abide. Some translations call, say, remain, remain, abide in me. Jesus would continue say, to say these words because he knew that his students must be connected to him in order to learn, practice, become, and share. And share. Verse 6, he says, uh, if you are not connected to the presence of Jesus, he says, if you're not connected to me, you're not connected to the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to live the way I lived. Right? The branch that is thrown away, withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. That's what it is. You'll be a student that is disconnected from the vine, the teacher. And the result is you won't be effective. You won't know how to live like Jesus. You won't be living like Jesus. In verse 7 and 8, he says, Remain in me, and my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much 
fruit. That is the goal, to become like Jesus. And we're going to talk about what those, these fruits are later on in another teaching. But for now, I want you to understand the fruits of being Jesus' characteristics, His personality. And it says, showing yourself to be my student. You are a student of the rabbi. You are a student of Jesus when you're connected to him, when you are abiding in him, and these fruits begin to be produced out of your life. You begin to look like him. It's, it's essentially becoming like your rabbi Jesus. So Jesus says, so that you become like me and show yourselves to be my student. But it's what he means. That's the goal. That's why we are students of Jesus. He's not just a ticket to heaven. No, he's not just the path, but he will also be in us and we will become like him as students while we're on earth. And you might ask why. It's to share him to others. It's so that we could take other people on this journey. And so that we could have, we can win other people over to the family of God. I want to conclude this teaching by reading this quote by Dallas Willard. Dallas Willard says this as it pertains to being connected to the Spirit and being with Jesus. He says, the first and most basic thing we can and must do is to keep God before our minds. This is the fundamental secret of caring for our souls. Our part in thus practicing the presence of God is to direct and redirect our minds constantly to Him. It's what you're doing. It's what you're doing when you're connecting with the Spirit, when you're inviting the Spirit. You are guiding your mind back to the Spirit of God and, and leaving the Spirit of the world. In the early time of our practicing, we may well be challenged by our burdensome habits of dwelling on things less than God. Dallas Willard says, there might be times when you are distracted in your practice of staying connected to the Holy Spirit. But he says, these are habits, not the law of gravity, and can be broken. A new grace-filled habit will replace the former ones as we take intentional steps toward keeping God before us. Waking up every day and keeping God before us. Allowing the Holy Spirit to lead like it says in Galatians chapter 5. And this will break our bad habits and we will begin to form new habits. And these habits will be the habits that Jesus practiced. And we do this by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the grace that's been given to us. And then he finishes it and says, Soon our minds will return to God as the needle of a compass constantly returns to the north. 
If God is the great longing of our souls, he will become the pole star of our inward beings. This is what it means to be with Jesus. This is what it means to be with Jesus always. It's to invite his presence every day to put his spirit, his presence, to put God before our minds and to practice, to practice this way and, and, and to be in that, to wrestle with that idea of redirecting and directing our mind. Like Dallas Willard says, these bad habits will be broken eventually if we stay consistent because the Holy Spirit is there to help us. And eventually, the goal is to become more and more like Jesus. So I hope this blessed you. I hope it spoke to you. I hope it gave you clarity on what it means to be with Jesus. If this is your first time and this message resonated with you, I want you to go ahead and one, subscribe, to this channel, but to connect with us, email us, and all our information is down below in the description. And, and we could do this journey together. We are a community of Jesus followers. And the way we grow is by being together, by, by, by living together. We can't do it alone. This takes a community. Our formation requires community a relationship and so i'm gonna go ahead and, and uh just pray for you guys and i hope this message uh you will be able to apply what we learned today all of us as we continue to be students of jesus and um, as we stay connected to the spirit that will enable us to look more and more like jesus let's go ahead and pray jesus we thank you so much for speaking today I pray that um, you give us the strength to stay connected to the Spirit. Lord, we're glad to know that you haven't left us abandoned, that we're not orphans, but that you've given us yourself through the Holy Spirit. God, give us the discipline to put the Spirit before our minds. God, help us and give us the discipline to choose the Spirit of God over the Spirit of the world. And Lord, I pray that as we continue to become like you, Jesus, that the fruits will be shown so that we can become like you and prove to be your students. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning. I can't, tuning in. I can't wait to see you next week for another teaching. Have a blessed week.